welcome to Lending Forward, a podcast where we're lending every bit of what we know to our listeners. From real conversations and lessons learned deep within the industry to education and forward thinking, together we're Lending Forward. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our channels and connect with us on www.atlanticbay.com. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, LLC, NMLS number 72043, NMLSconsumeraccess.org is an equal opportunity lender. Located at 600 Lynn Haven Parkway, Suite 203, Virginia Beach, Virginia 23452. Welcome to another episode of Lending Forward. I'm your host, Taylor Ellard, and joining me today is one of our very own mortgage bankers here at Atlantic Bay in Virginia Beach, Lori Gibson. Welcome, Lori. Hi, thank you. Thanks we're for having so me. Excited. Yeah, we're happy to have you. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit more. And you and I have talked and you've had 35 years in the industry. You've seen ebbs and flows. So tell our audience a little bit about how you got into this industry and what's kept the fire in your belly. <laughs> I've been doing this for 35 years. So it's kind of my career choice. Started back when I was 18. My mother was working for a mortgage company. So I started working at the same company because they were super busy. It was the late 80s doing post-closing. And that's where I started actually on the back end. And now I'm doing the front. I've done everything from post-closing, processing, underwriting, closing. And 15 years ago, I actually started originating. I knew that was where the money was. And I, my knowledge of the industry just pushed me into that direction. I'm excited that I did that. It's been wonderful, hard because it's yeah. a lot of work, <laughs> but where I will retire would be originating, I would say. I love it. And yeah. you know, I've interviewed quite a few mortgage bankers and just coached a few. And the, some of the best folks in the business are ones who have worked themselves up from the back mm -hmm. to the front side of the business. And that's where they've truly found their passion. And they excel so much more because they know the ins and outs of each loan, mm -hmm. what it takes to get it there. So I just, I love hearing stories because it's, it's true. I mean, you've got to have a very good communication system, streamlined processes in place, and to be able to see it from the beginning all the way to the end. And, and you have, it's just, it's just powerful, right? Putting people in homes within your years of experience, you've seen ebbs and flows. We've said that, but I, right now, specifically post COVID, things are changing. Inflation's happening. We're on the, the brink of a potential recession. Have you seen this before? And if so, with something like this, you know, how do you overcome these kinds yeah. of shifts? Okay. So here's what's crazy. No, I haven't, <laughs> to be completely honest, in my 15 years of originating, this is the first time that it's basically come to a halt. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it this slow with the rates not that bad. So when I started in the 80s, and I wasn't originating back then, but it was in the 80s, and the rates were between 10 and 13%. Wow. People were buying houses. We didn't have a slowdown like this. In the 90s, when I bought my first house, it was 8.5%. And we didn't think twice about it. You know, it was just what it was. Then in the 2000s, we were still the beginning like 2020 to 2010, I believe, we were still seeing rates that were between five and a half to 7%. Right. We have just been very spoiled this last decade with rates between four and last three years, two and a half percent was an average for a few months. So I've seen it all. I think that we in the industry were very spoiled with those low interest rates for 
two years. Usually right. when you saw that dip, it was maybe for a week or a couple of days. It was just like, get as many in as you can because you know it's under three and you refight everybody you could. But no, I have not. I, I have seen the ebbs and flows, but I've not seen it to where everyone is so scared to do anything. That's what I'm seeing. And to your point though, it's funny because it's not funny, but it is very mm-hmm. interesting, the human behavior, because you would think, and you and I talked about this previously in the green room, but when it comes to rent, it's like prices mm-hmm. are going up and people aren't thinking yeah. twice. I mean, yeah, they're feeling it, but they're not thinking twice about it. And it's right. it truly is a shame because I think we talked. So for those of you, we are headquartered, Atlantic Bay is headquartered in Virginia Beach and Lori and myself both live in Virginia Beach. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about property at the oceanfront, rentals, apartments at the mm-hmm. oceanfront. And surprisingly, what, two years ago, we said two or three years ago, rent was something to the effect of, you know, $900 for a two bedroom. And now it's $2,000. Yes. And that $2,000 can be the same equivalent to purchasing a $300,000 home. And you're not giving a landlord, what, $28,000 a year. (laughs) So it's equity that you could be building I don't know why people are still renting in this market. You know, if they're looking in for a lot of real estate agents, they do both. You know, they'll take a client out to rent or to purchase either one. I don't understand why they're not swaying somebody unless they just have horrendous credit or they know that they won't qualify to purchase, why they would even put them in a rental. It does boggle my mind. And it's a true shame because at the end of the day, you're wasting, not wasting your money. You're for, you're certainly wasting it because it's not going into your equity. But I do think, I, I don't think it is the credit side of it because a lot of those younger folks, they mm-hmm. know that, you know, they've spent their time behind the iPads. They know, you know, mm-hmm. exactly how to, somewhat how to save, somewhat how to make educational decisions. But when it comes to home ownership, it's almost as if it isn't even a fragment of what they think that they can do or afford. And I truly think we just need to shift the narrative and be as educational as possible. So when what piece of advice would you give to someone who's perhaps thinking maybe they can't or they do have the dream and they just don't know how to get things rolling? Right. So definitely, I think that we need more education when it comes for first-time homebuyers because everything on the news right now is it's home prices are going to decline and the rates are too high. And it's scaring most first-time homebuyers where a year ago they were purchasing, they were in a horrible market to purchase because there were escalation clauses. They didn't have enough money saved in the bank to compete with a lot of the buyers that were selling a home to purchase a new one and had equity to be able or had the money to be able to have those escalation clauses. And what, what I mean by that, for people not familiar, is purchasing the home for more than what the sales price was, which was insane. They were going to pay 10,000 more than the appraised value just so they could get this house. We're not seeing that as much anymore. Actually, I haven't seen that in the last few months. So that's a good thing for first-time home buyers. Come back to the market. Maybe the rates aren't going to be as great as they were, but the houses are going to be there that, that now you have a chance at. I have seen this quote floating around that says, love the home, not the rate, which basically means that dream home could be there. It might be a little bit more in payment than you were hoping for or expecting. But if you can afford it, 
at least get the dream home and refinance in the future. We know the race will come back down. There's that thought. It's just a matter of time. And absolutely. One thing too, Lori, it's like, I think perception of homeownership is like, it's got to be this perfect cookie cutter or, or eclectic, whatever your taste may be, but it doesn't always have to be perfect. You could buy a home and redo something down the line or initially buy a, mm-hmm. a, something that's not so pricey and revamp it to what you, you want it to be. I think that for some reason, that idea has, people need to watch more HGTV. <laughs> get the idea. (laughs) Well, I think, yes, I 100% agree with you. And it's so funny because I have clients that purchased in the last two years calling me because now they've got equity because they purchased in the beginning of the, or mid pandemic 2020, when rates were super low. Now they want to sell because they have a ton of equity and they're like, I want to buy something else. And it's so funny when I tell them the rate, they're shocked. They're like, no way. You know, I have 3% right now. I know. <laughs> it's just the way the market is. But that's their thinking is I want to now get I'm I want to now purchase in a higher price point so they their dream home because they purchased something just to get into a home because the rates were so low. Right. And that's what everybody was saying. Bye, 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 bye. The we have renovation programs too that you know, these HGTV lovers that want to knock out the kitchen and redo it you can add that into your mortgage. So we have those types of programs as well. They're they're really interesting and they're cool. So. It's often not thought about. There again is the education side of things. So folks, if you're thinking of home buying or you've got a borrower that's waiting or dragging their heels, you know, it's so important that they feel educated. So speaking to someone mm-hmm. like Lori that knows has been in the industry, has seen it from all sides. It's it's an opportunity that you're making one of the best financial decisions of your life. And then in turn down the road, if it's not the home of your dreams, like Lori said, maybe it is either using that equity to put a, a bigger down payment on a larger house or even to renovate, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you've got options. Mm-hmm. But yeah. tell me a little bit about what you're thinking. I mean, I know you are amongst a ton of your peers that are feeling the same way. It's just a matter of kind of what's going to come down the pike. And so how are you mm-hmm. kind of trying to get through every day and stay in a positive headspace? <laughs> I don't know how I do <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Well, you know, I do talk to a lot of my peers that I work with and we are all feeling the same and we're, we're scratching our heads. Why? Why are, why are people so scared? And I think that it is the press, you know, even if you're not watching the news, if you go on on Google search page, you're going to see something about the market, you know, the housing market, and it's just really bad press. So people are staying put, which that's fine. If you're already in a house and you have a super low interest rate and you don't have to move, stay put just until the market comes back to where you're comfortable and you want to sell and you know purchase up but if you're relocating here and you know we see so much military coming into the into the area there's no reason that you shouldn't entertain the idea of purchasing a home because the rental market these apartments they're ridiculous right now they are i know that the average rental say two bedroom is between 1300 to $3,000 a month. That's insane. insane. Because, you know, for an E5, 
you could purchase, I mean, the average for an E5, I would say sales price is around 230000 which would work out to be around $1,600 a month in mortgage payment. So with that, it's the same as renting an apartment, but now you have a home, you're not giving the landlord around $20,000 in a year for rent. It just makes sense. You're building equity that even in three years or five years, if you get stationed somewhere else, you sell the home and you're going to pocket probably $40,000 or more, depending on the cost of living or the just the value increases each year yeah. that we would have. So it's huge. It's huge. And that's the thing. I know people are scared, but they shouldn't, buyers shouldn't be listening to the news. The rates are not that bad. You know, we're averaging around five and a half. That's not horrible. It's not that bad. If they were at 10, I might think of retiring. (laughs) But, you know, it's still, it's still a good market. We're going to get through this. I think, you know, recession, the word has been thrown around so much so often lately. I think people are just kind of halting on doing anything, buying, selling, who knows how long it will take, hopefully you know, just a few months to get through this, but we will get through it. Will rates come back to 3% or under? I don't know. That was kind of crazy. (laughs) It's not the norm, right? It was a fluke. So, you know, we were dealing with the pandemic. That was the main reason for the low interest rates to, I think that four and a half to five and a half, even 6% interest rate is a good average interest rate. There's nothing wrong with that. Once we get through all of this, the people that need to need to move and need someplace to live will see when they run the numbers that it makes sense to buy. Right. Absolutely. It is the best choice. And we appreciate all of your insight. I know it's so necessary right now for people to hear the message and feel sound in making the decision Mm -hmm. to buy. And it it is still the American dream. That's not going away. And it's still a great time to buy. So keep that in mind when you are out thinking and having this 10.30 p.m. conversations with your significant other trying to figure out where (laughs) in the world you're going to put your money. But we appreciate you, Lori. Thank you for being on Lending Forward. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks again for listening to the Lending Forward podcast powered by Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group. Don't forget to tune in next week and make sure you subscribe to our channel. Remember, we all play a part in Lending Forward. So go lend something forward today.